0: Hi guys and welcome back to the female fitness podcast. I am your host Danny, and today is going to be a solo podcast where I'm going to talk about dieting or losing body fat without tracking. So without tracking calories or macros or following a meal plan which is possible and a lot of people I think would like to be able to achieve fat loss without tracking and a lot of people probably want to know if it is possible and the answer to that is technically yes it absolutely is you know people lost body fat before my fitness pal and further along a little bit later in this podcast I'm going to give you some practical advice some practical steps you can take if you want to actually give dieting without tracking calories or macros a shot so I'm going to give you some actionable steps that you can take to achieve fat loss without tracking see if it works for you because for some people it actually works really well and it might be more appropriate than actually tracking calories or macros to achieve fat loss And you know, this could be due to numerous reasons, but some people just don't get along so well with tracking. And for other people, it might just be a case of they don't need to track anymore, because they've already done that for a very long period of time. And they have gained the knowledge they needed via tracking to be able to pursue fat loss in the future without actually using MyFitnessPal or tracking everything meticulously, because they now have learned what they needed to from tracking and they can apply that knowledge to the next time they try to pursue fat loss and they don't need to track things quite so meticulously. So yes, you can lose body fat without tracking calories and or macros. However, the principles of energy balance do still apply. So if you are in a calorie deficit, you will succeed with fat loss. If you are consuming The same amount of energy as what you are expending, you will sit around maintenance. And if you are consuming more energy than you are expending, you will be in a calorie surplus and you will gain body fat, potentially alongside muscle tissue, depending on how you're training and what your lifestyle looks like. So principles of energy balance do still apply. You can't get around that. You do still have to be in a calorie deficit in order to successfully lose body fat. And often creating that calorie deficit can be quite challenging if you don't have the accountability and structure that comes with tracking your calories or tracking your macros. So that's where the challenge occurs because without tracking, if you're trying to lose body fat, you're essentially playing a little bit of a guessing game. And that's where, like I said, often it's appropriate for people who have tracked for a decent period of time in the past to lose body fat without tracking because it's less of a guessing game for those people. They have learned already so much from tracking and they have that knowledge that they can use throughout the rest of their lives. So tracking certainly has its place. And like I've just mentioned, it actually enables a lot of people in the future to succeed with their goals without it once they've been through a period where they have been consistent with it. So that's something to bear in mind. Sometimes it's worth putting yourself through a period of tracking so that you are armed with that knowledge going through the rest of your life. And succeeding towards your goals, it becomes less of a guessing game because you're armed with that knowledge. But yeah, you know, just going back to that point, if you are trying to lose body fat without tracking calories and or macros, you're essentially playing a bit of a guessing game because you don't know exactly how much energy is coming in. And therefore, it's a little bit harder to manipulate that and to know whether you've been in a deficit or not. But there are things that you can do to increase the likelihood of you being in a calorie deficit. But at the end of the day, you can't be anywhere near as sure in comparison to if you were tracking your intake. So that's where you've got to weigh up the pros and cons of tracking versus not tracking and which is most appropriate for you. For some people, they will find that actually not tracking is the most appropriate option, the most appropriate route to go down. Because like I said, maybe they're armed with the knowledge that they've gained from previous tracking, or maybe tracking triggers quite negative thoughts in relation to food, maybe it it worsens their relationship with food and therefore not tracking is the most appropriate route to go down when it comes to achieving their goals. So it might be appropriate for some people. And For others, they might start off not tracking calories and or macros and then introduce tracking further down the line once they start to hit a bit bit of a plateau and they need the accountability and the accuracy that comes with tracking. So that's always an option as well. You don't have to be, you know, you don't have to either not track or track for the entire duration of a fat loss phase. You can alternate between the two options or you could always start off not tracking and then introduce tracking further down the line when it becomes necessary. But if you do want to give fat loss without tracking calories or macros a shot, I'm gonna give you some things that you can focus on or things that you can implement to increase your chances of success. So the first point is, consume for protein feeding spread throughout the day as a minimum why so protein is the most satiating macronutrient what that means is that it will help you feel fuller for longer and on top of that and just going back to that point of it helping you feel fuller for longer that is going to help you maintain a calorie deficit because it's going to help you manage your hunger levels And on top of that, it will also help you maintain the muscle tissue you are carrying as you lose body fat, which will have an impact on the end product of a fat loss phase. Because if you can maintain the muscle tissue you're carrying, you will end up with a very different look, a very different end product in comparison to if you were to lose the muscle tissue that you're carrying. When we retain the muscle tissue that we're carrying throughout a fat loss phase, we will end up maintaining much more shape. And you can think of it like this. The muscles that you have will almost push against the surface of your skin and you will have more definition and more shape. And that will end up in you looking leaner and tighter in comparison to if you were to lose muscle mass as well as body fat and therefore you didn't have that same fullness, you didn't still have shape, Um, and the muscles wouldn't push against the surface of your skin like they would if you were to retain the muscle mass that you're carrying. So that's something to bear in mind. Consuming plenty of protein throughout the day will also help with your recovery, and it's important for, for so many of our, our processes, our bodily processes, and it's important for our function to consume adequate protein. It's not just about our body composition. It's about so much more than that. So if you care about your health and you care about your recovery, your protein intake is really important. So consume at least four protein feedings spread throughout the day. For those reasons, it will help you with fat loss but it also has health benefits and it will benefit you from a recovery and function perspective. The next point that I would suggest implementing if you are trying to pursue fat loss without tracking is to have a serving of either fruit or veg with each meal or snack that you have throughout the day. The reason being, again, first and foremost, is that fruit and veg is really good for our overall health. So it will help support your health and again your bodily processes whilst you're in a calorie deficit when we're in a deficit obviously we have much less calories to play with so our likelihood of experiencing deficiencies is much higher so therefore we need to make sure we're doing everything we can to prioritize our health and consuming plenty of fruit and veg within those calories that we have to play with is something that we can do in order to do that so why would you not consume plenty of fruit and veg throughout the day with that being said? On top of that, fruit and veg is quite volume dense. So what this means is it's quite low in calories for the amount of food in front of you. If you put 100 calories of raspberries in front of you in comparison to 100 calories of chocolate, the 100 calorie of Calories of raspberries would look like a lot more food and is therefore going to help you manage hunger much more easily. So, again, consuming plenty of fruit and veg throughout the day will increase the likelihood of you being in a calorie deficit due to it helping you manage your hunger levels as well as it supporting your overall health and well being. The next point that I would make sure that you think about as a minimum is to eat until you're about 80% satisfied rather than being 100% satisfied so the reason this is important is when you're trying to pursue fat loss you have to accept being hungry at times When the goal is fat loss, you're not trying to quote unquote listen to your body or be intuitive as such, because if you were to listen to your hunger cues all the time, you would not be in a calorie deficit, especially with food being so highly palatable, so really enjoyable and it being so accessible these days. If you were to genuinely honour your hunger all of the time and listen to your body, you would not be in a calorie deficit and therefore you would not succeed with fat loss. So even though you're not tracking your calories, you still need to be accepting of hunger and you're not actually trying to listen to your body if your goal is to lose body fat. That's something that's really, really, really important to acknowledge because I think when people Don't track their food, they often have tend to have a bit of a fuck it approach, or they often tend to view that as what's called something called intuitive eating. But if you're removing tracking but you're still trying to pursue fat loss, that is not intuitive eating, that is not listening to your body because you're actually, if you were to listen to your body, you would not be in a calorie deficit, most likely. So eat until you're about 80% satisfied each meal rather than 100%. Give yourself permission to leave food on your plate. You don't have to be wasteful in order to do this. You can even plate up your food for the next day or just reduce your portion sizes when you're cooking your meals so that you're not having to leave as much food on your plate if you would rather not do so. A lot of us have been brought up as children being told to consume everything that they have on their plates being told they shouldn't waste food and they should eat everything or they can't have dessert for example so that's almost conditioned for a lot of us and we have to almost break down that conditioning and it can take time to do so Um, And that's, if any of you are sort of wondering, why do I always feel the need to consume all of the food on my plate, even if I am satisfied? Often it's because of that conditioning that's occurred during childhood. Um, And we need to break that down, especially if we have fat loss goals, because that conditioning is going to make it very hard to achieve them if we don't question it. So When the goal is fat loss, we need to think, right, I need to give myself actually permission to leave food on my plate if I am satisfied or if I am about 80% satisfied. Otherwise, I'm not probably not going to succeed with fat loss. So that is something to consider. And like I said, it doesn't have to be wasteful. You can place up the next day. You can give it to a family member or a friend or a neighbour if you have a lot left over. There are plenty of ways in which you can make sure that's not wasteful. You could even give it to a homeless person in reality. Um, so yeah, just break down that conditioning and recognise it's not wasteful to, to leave food on your plate. And actually it's very beneficial from a relationship with food perspective to give yourself permission to do that if you are satisfied rather than eating until the point you're uncomfortably full. Um so hopefully that that point is helpful and it's important to accept hunger as something which is necessary if we wish to pursue fat loss and remember that hunger is not a bad thing as opposed to seeing it as a negative because if you see it as a negative and you're constantly trying to avoid trying to avoid it you're not going to get anywhere with fat loss goals. The next step I would take to increase your likelihood of being in a calorie deficit whilst not tracking is to increase your activity levels. So increasing your energy expenditure which means calories burnt each day is going to increase the size of the calorie deficit that you're in without food having to get super low. Plus exercise has huge benefits from a health perspective so get yourself out in fresh air in daylight every day get yourself some vitamin c vitamin d sorry and not only will it have a positive impact on your ability to succeed with fat loss it will also benefit your health and your your well-being vitamin d is really important which comes from daylight exposure and it will have a positive impact on your energy levels, on your recovery. So think about that again. Rather than energy expenditure just being a means to manipulate your body composition, energy expenditure also comes from things like resistance training, um, as well as our daily activity, like getting out in fresh air and daylight exposure. So get your get your make sure your training is consistent. Ensure that it fits with your lifestyle and that you can adhere to your training frequency or assigned training frequency. But make sure you stay consistent with it because it will help you retain the muscle tissue that you're carrying during fat loss. And it has huge health benefits such as helping prevent osteoporosis as we age. But on top of that, it is also a form of energy expenditure at the end of the day. And if your goal is fat loss, that's important and it will help so increase your activity levels through getting outside in daylight for steps for a walk maybe go for a run and get your training and get your resistance training done the next point i want you to think about if your goal is fat loss and you don't want to track and this ties into eating until you're about 80% satisfied Is that I want you to sit down to eat in a relaxed state with no distractions. Chew your food properly and eat slowly. Because if you don't do this, you're not going to be able to be very in tune with how satisfied you actually are. Or very in tune with your hunger levels. If you're eating on the go whilst you're walking to a different location. Or if you're eating out of packets out of the cupboard your ability to register how satisfied you are is going to be minimised, it's not going to be very good. So make sure you sit down to eat, plate up your food, ask yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, how hungry am I for this right now? And take that hunger into consideration as you're eating. Put away your distractions, put away your TV, your phone, your laptop and focus on the food that you're actually consuming. Chew your food properly, eat slowly and stop then when you're about 80% satisfied if your goal is fat loss. And like I said, sitting down in that relaxed state will improve your ability to, to listen to your hunger cues and to acknowledge when you are getting to the point of being relatively satisfied so it's a really important point to nail another thing that's really important if your goal is fat loss and you don't want to track is it's important to acknowledge if you do if you are prone to overeating at in the past, if you have been in the past or if you are now overeating episodes maybe due to comfort etc it's important to get to the bottom of why So if you overeat, when you overeat, why? Why does that happen? What is the reason for that? And it's important to address that. So for example, if you are eating because of boredom and that's why you're struggling to adhere to a calorie deficit, you need to address that. So you need to make sure that You're doing things that make you feel fulfilled so that you're not bored and you don't feel the need to eat out of boredom. You need to make sure that you're feeling satisfied from the way that you're living your life. Could you invest more into your relationships? Could you start a new hobby that really engages you to prevent that boredom? So address why you overeat if that happens and that will help you again adhere to your your targets and succeed with creating a calorie deficit and therefore fat loss address the whys and don't just try and cover them up and another example of that is that sometimes people will consume food for comfort rather than doing that or they will consume they'll overeat to numb or avoid emotion rather than doing that we need to allow ourselves to feel emotion as opposed to blocking it out and addressing the cause of that emotion rather than avoiding it so these are things that you need to think about these lifestyle factors when you're trying to pursue fat loss that will help you massively and It won't only help you during the fat loss process, it will help you beyond that when you get to the point of actually, you know, you've achieved your fat loss goal and you want to maintain it over the long term rather than being in this constant loop of crash dieting and then regaining the body fat that you've lost and ending up in this vicious cycle with a poor relationship with food and a poor body image. If you want to break that, you need to address these causes for overeating and not being able to adhere to to your targets, whatever those reasons might be. And they are just some examples that I've given. And this is the type of thing that I work on with my clients alongside setting them nutrition and training and energy expenditure targets because I coach in a very holistic way. And in my opinion, it's really important to do that if you want long term success rather than short term crash diets and ending up back where you started so there's some actionable points that you can take actionable steps that you can take if you wish to pursue fat loss without actually tracking your calories and or macros what's important if you do want to try and do this is that you stay consistent and it's important to recognize that our data such as our scale weight and our measurements and even our body composition visually is going to fluctuate so i would make sure that you stay consistent for at least four weeks before expecting any changes in your data and then reassess at the four week mark and then you'll be able to see if you've been successful you need to stay consistent over the long term if you wish to achieve long-term success, so give yourself four weeks of nailing those points that I've just spoken through, and then report back to me and let me know if you've had any fat loss success. If you have, carry on. If not, maybe introduce tracking. It might be a useful tool for you. But if you need some just additional support, reach out to me. I am happy to help, and this is the the type of thing that I help with. I want you to become the best version of yourself. I want you to achieve your goals in line with your own values, not against anyone else's definition of success. I want you to achieve your own goals. And I will help you do that in a way that's appropriate for you. So for some people that might be tracking, for some people it might be not tracking. But this is a podcast for the people who want to give fat loss a shot without it. I also coach clients who don't have body composition related goals, who just want to focus on health and performance. And that's great, too. But it is achievable to answer the question to achieve fat loss without tracking. And for those of you who want to give it a shot, this is a podcast for you. So hopefully it's helped please reach out if you have any questions whatsoever. You can direct message me on Instagram. My Instagram is Danny Bosworth. It's D-A-N-N-I-B-O-S-W-O-R-T-H. Or you can email me. I will put my details in the description box down below. And thank you to all of you who have taken the time to listen to this podcast. I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart, it would mean the world if you can share that you're listening on your Instagram story, if you could tag me and if you can like and subscribe wherever you're listening to show your support because like I said previously I don't make money from this, it's purely to help you guys and you sharing means that I can reach and help more people so thank you. And I will see you in the next one. If anyone does have any requests for future podcasts in terms of topics or guests that you'd like to hear from, please again, reach out to me. And if any of you are due a supplement order, you can go to Full Ball Sports and you can um, use the code Danny10 to save you a little bit of money as well. But let me know if you have any questions. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will speak to you soon.